0: There he goes, one of God's own prototypes, a high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production, too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to episode 47 of the Digital Freemason Podcast for the week of February 5th, 2007. Scott, and I'll be taking you along in my excellent adventure through the world of short Masonic Educational Papers. Some of these papers have been presented in my lodge, King George Lodge, number 59, in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So this episode is uh, I thought I oh, will do something. I've been actually looking forward to this for about four or five episodes now. When I saw that 47th was coming up, I thought, well, you know, this is where we need to sit down and figure out what exactly the 47th problem of Euclid is all about. So I did some poking around the internet and found a pretty good paper that sort of talks about the history of it and some of the significance, and to show that it's been used from uh, ancient times onward. So, so this paper was done by uh, Wishful Brother Mage, I believe it is. And Spends a little bit of time talking about why it is that the uh, history of the Euclid's 47th problem, where it came from, and, and why it plays a, such a prominent role at, in the, uh, where it does with the past master. So here we go, let's get going, and uh, let's just celebrate our 7th problem. There are so many symbols, words, and phrases in Freemasonry that are both used as part of its ritual as well as part of its vocabulary that studying and trying to understand the meanings of them is a very worthwhile and rewarding journey. One such prominent symbol and phrase is the 47th problem of Euclid, which is one of the main symbols introduced in the third degree. In the Blue Lodge it is considered a great honor to be elected and serve as master of that Lodge. It shows that the individual has attained maturity, leadership, charisma, and motivation, but above all knowledge to be able to lead others. It is an initiation by itself, and the position brings with it a completely new set of responsibilities that are often not appreciated when accepting the position. At the end of serving as a master of a lodge, many past masters are presented with a past master's jewel, symbolizing the great appreciation of the lodge towards their dedication. It also symbolizes something else, namely that that individual has completed his journey through the different positions of the lodge and has attained a new plane. The 47th problem of Euclid features prominently in many past masters' jewels. Selecting this symbol out of the thousands used in Freemasonry to represent one of its highest honors must mean that it is a very significant and central symbol of the craft. Yet, sadly, many masons, and even past masters, don't know why exactly it is so centrally featured in the Past Master's Jewel. Clearly the 47th problem is based on geometry, and all Freemasons know that geometry and Freemasonry are closely linked. But is that the only reason? What does the 47th problem of Euclid symbolize and mean? Of the 465 problems published by why is the 47th so important? And why do Freemasons cherish it so much? The forty seventh problem of Euclid is often mentioned in Masonic publications. In Anderson's Constitutions, which was published in seventeen twenty three, it mentions that, quote, The great Pythagoras provided the author of the forty seventh proposition of Euclid's first book, which, if duly observed, is the foundation of all Masonry, sacred, civil, and military. Unquote. Being mentioned as one of the first official speculative Masonic publications, it clearly indicates that the 47th problem of Euclid must be important. It also mentions it in the third degree lecture, where we are taught that the 47th problem of Euclid teaches us to be general lovers of the arts and sciences. However, it is quite different to be referred to as the foundation of all Masonry, sacred, civil, and military, and that of being referred to as to teach us to be general lovers of arts and sciences. Has the importance of the symbolism of the 47th problem declined over time for some reason? In order to understand whether the symbol has declined in importance or not, we need to first take a look at the 47th problem of Euclid itself. Euclid wrote a set of 13 books which were called Elements. Each book contained many geometric propositions and explanations. And in total, Euclid published 465 problems. The 47th problem was set out in the book, which is also known as Pythagorean theorem. Why is it called by both these names? Although Euclid published the proposition, it was Pythagoras who discovered it. We learn from the third degree that the wise philosopher enriched his mind abundantly in a general knowledge of things, and more especially in geometry or masonry. On this subject, he drew out many problems and theorems, and among them, the most distinguished, he erected this when, in the joy of his heart, he exclaimed, Eureka! in the Greek language signifying, I have found it. And upon the discovery of which he is said to have sacrificed the head of tomb, he teaches masons to be general lovers of arts and sciences. Actually, it wasn't Pythagoras who directly discovered the rule as the Egyptians used the same principle for a very long time before Pythagoras, whereby they remeasured their fields after the annual floods of the Nile had washed out the boundary markers. Hence, Pythagoras was probably probably referred to as being the one who proved that the process works. History records that Pythagoras established a society with philosophical, religious, and political aims. Shrouded in secrecy, they believed the only that only by truly understanding the universe could one achieve salvation of the soul, and as a divinity created all things, studying it over a period of several lifetimes could bring one closer to divinity itself. As such, it is believed that through study and reason could one start to understand divinity. Clearly, reason is based on the measurable things, and is easier to end if expressed in that matter of larger numbers of people. Hence the society devoted much of its time to mathematics, including geometry, to try and explain and express matters using numbers. Being able to explain many unknown using reasons and numbers was incorporated in Freemasonry, which set its opposite to the Church, which emphasizes faith over reason. Indeed, Pope Pius IX, in 1846, attacked those who put human reason above faith and who believe in human progress. Many people consider this to be a reference to Freemasonry. This is interesting. In the Book of Wisdom we read, Even apart from this, men could fall a single breath. When pursued by justice, and scattered by the breath of thy power, and thou hast arranged all things by measure, and number, and weight. So the very measurement of things the Church objects to is mentioned in the scripture as being a universal standard that allow men to understand their world and their surroundings. However, let's get back to the 47th problem as it fits into Freemasonry. So The proposition states that in right angle triangles, the square of both sides of the right angle is equal to the square of the side containing the right angle. Um, in other words, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. The proposition is especially important in architecture. Builders have since since ancient times used the theorem in constructing buildings by process of squaring the room. As the theorem states that 3 squared plus 4 squared equals 5 squared, a builder can start making a spot and drawing a line, say A. This line is given the value of 3. The builder then marks another point, say B, draws a line from that right angle to line A, and it is given the value of 4. The distance between line A and B is measured, and if the distance between A and B is 5, then the room is squared. By inverting the process, a squared or rectangle room can be attained. Engineers who tunnel from both sides of a, through a mountain use the 47th problem to get the two shafts to meet in the center. The surveyor who wants to know how high a mountain may be ascertains this answer through the 47th problem. Astronomers who calculate the distance of the sun, the moon, the planets, and who fix the duration of time and seasons, years, and cycles, depend upon the 47th problem for for their results. And the navigator traveling the trackless sea uses the 47th problem to determine his latitude, his longitude, and his true time. Eclipses are predicted, tides are specified as to the height and time of their occurrence, land is surveyed, roads are run, shafts are dug, bridges are built, all with the 47th problem showing the way. In some lodges, using this principle, a candidate is symbolically to square the lodge by being escorted around the lodge three times during an entered apprentice ritual, four times for a Fellowcraft ritual, and five times for a master mason ritual, which complete his three, four, and five in his journey. The 47th problem of Euclid formed the basis of a common set of measurements used by the Egyptians. If we take a circle and draw in it a triangle, A, B, and C, whose perpendicular is 300 and it has a base of 400, and then by the 47th problem the hypotenuse becomes 500. Then if we draw a line from the angle of this perpendicular and the base through the hypotenuse of the circle, this line will equal 480. The resulting two parts of the hypotenuse, now we have A, D, and DC, are equal to 180 and 320 respectively. That if we draw another line from point D to the shortest side of the triangle, AB, then draw line AE will equal 108 and line DE will equal 144. So, why? What does that matter? Well, now we have all the measurements of the ancient world that of 500, 480, 400, 320, 180, 144, and 108. So, why are these important? If we take each of these units to be a cubit, then 500 is the base of the Great Pyramid of Memphis. 400 cubits is the length of the Egyptian Stadium. 480 cubits is the length of the Ptolemy Stadium. 320 cubits is the length of the Hebrew, Hebrew and Babylon Stadiums. Furthermore, 180, which represents the small part of the hypotenuse, doubled, gives 360 cubits. the Cleomedes the uh, stadium, and by doubling 144 cubits we get 288, which is the Archimedes stadium. Finally, by doubling 108 cubits we attain 216, or lesser Egyptian stadium. In other words, this simple exercise formed the basis of all the lengths used by the Egyptians, and hence, once again, indicates that this principle was well understood by the Egyptians, and hence taught by them to Pythagoras. Clearly the 47th problem helps us to look at the universe, and all that is in it. Through a system we can clearly understand, for it is quite measurable. The master's jewel is the square. The base needs to be the 47th problem. As the master serves his position, he becomes more complete, and therefore the 47th problem of Euclid is dedicated on his jewel when he leaves office. Ow, that hurt. I apologize for uh, doing that bouncing around in that little circle ABCD e, type thing. Uh you may want to uh, go up to our website www.kinggeorgelodge.com and pull down the uh, the PDF of that so you can see uh, exactly what it was I was talking about it makes a little bit more sense. But it's it's interesting that uh, a lot of those stadiums were oh based on what could be said the 47th problem of uh, Euclid before Euclid even discovered that there was a problem. So that's about all that I have on that today. Uh, my tongue's a little bit sore and twisted from trying to explain geometry and all these how and half-lines and all that sort of stuff over the audio side of things and not the visual. Uh, I guess I uh, should take a little bit more instruction from our last podcast about becoming a better communicator. So I'll wrap up, uh, wrap things up here today, and I just want to say a big thank you to uh, the brethren and the officers of the King George Lodge, because you know, they fully subsidize uh, the King George website and the Digital Freemason Podcast, so a big thanks to uh, to everyone there for doing that, I, uh, I appreciate the support that I get, and until the next time, be sure to keep the shiny side up.